traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. This is The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. And welcome back to the greatest show on the planet. And of course, the greatest show on the planet, The Geek Show, is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yeah, welcome back, you guys. We had a week off due to a Bradley game, but I think, I think, maybe next week, I think there's like a 40% chance, but I think we're done and we'll be having geek shows for the rest of the year until the next season starts. So strap in. We're going to talk about all the good news and technology. We're going to start off by talking about some of the uh, cyber hacking that's been happening that the United States is finally fighting back on. Uh, there was a new FTC case that is groundbreaking that we need to talk about. And Google is doing something brand new with AI. Then we're going to take a break and we talk about the fact that it is Saturday. What the heck are you going to do? What are you going to see this weekend? Well, you got to go see movies and watch movies, of course. So this is a great time to catch up on movies. I really, really hope that this cold weather just stops soon because I don't know about you. But I am just tired of it. <laughs> very, very tired of this cold. Uh, then we'll take a break after that and we'll talk about the Oscars. There was a, We'll talk a little bit about the awards, but I want to talk about mainly about how the Oscars are rigged. You'll be really surprised by this. There's a lot of controversy behind how movies are picked to be best or win. And I'm going to go more in depth with it. It is absolutely amazing how much money is pumped into movies to be nominated and win awards at the Oscars. It's mind-blowing. And then, of course, we end the show with the top five list of the week. I got a movie trailer. I got Ryan Reynolds doing a Pikachu impression. And I got a song that is the most popular video of the week. You've probably already seen it, but we have to follow the rules. So... Let's first get into the news of the week. Uh, let's start off with one of one that makes me so, so stinking happy. Wednesday this week was the 25th, 26th anniversary of Pokemon. And what did they do? They announced a brand new Pokemon game for the Nintendo Switch. It is called Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield for the Nintendo Switch. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Like, really really good the detail in there is phenomenal we're finally getting a good pokemon game on home consoles they also introduced the three pokemon the new leaf water and fire trainers you got grookey score bunny and sobble it seems like score bunny which is this really fast uh, fire bunny is going to be the main pick for a lot of people are falling in love with him uh the they didn't give out too much other details. They just showed a lot of footage, and it's going to come out later this year, late 2019. I am so, so excited for it. If you know me, I love Pokemon. I collect cards. I collect, uh, I've seen all the shows growing up. I am so, so excited for this game. I cannot wait for it to come out. Uh, let, this one was absolutely fascinating. The Amazon fake reviews. So the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission has successfully 
brought the first ever case against fraudulent paid Amazon reviews that falsely advertised an online product. So an agency was hired by a company called Cure Encapsulations, and they paid a place to post reviews so that they keep the Amazon rating at 4.3 or above out of five stars. And by doing that, the FTC says, hey, first, you're not buying the product. And second, in these reviews, you are claiming things that are not possible, like you'll lose weight. It's a great uh, food supplementer and things like that. But the big thing here is that fake reviews are a huge problem. And we always talk about this uh, when it comes to laws and the government. It's always trying to keep up with technology. And this is something that's been harming a lot of people because you can't promise that you're going to take this pill and just magically lose weight. You can't do that. And they're the FTC was saying, even if it's the company paying, even if it's people posting reviews that they know is false information, you're going to get in trouble. So this company was charged, I think, $12.8 million. They only have to pay 50000 today, and they're slowly going to have to pay it back. But this case is great because it's going to help stop fake reviews. If you guys do go to reviews to see if things are good or not, Definitely check out multiple sites. Don't just count on the Amazon store because sometimes reviews can be messed with. Speaking of reviews being messed with, there is a huge thing, and we'll talk about this in the last segment of the show, but there is a huge controversy on Rotten Tomatoes right now. There is a audience rating system that you can write down how excited you are for a movie coming out, and... People are very upset about Captain Marvel, so they have been slamming the movie. It was at 38% in Rotten Tomatoes for anticipation, audience anticipation, because of these people reviewing negatively. It hurts so bad that Rotten Tomatoes said, okay, we're changing the system, and we're probably going to be taking out that whole entire system. So this is, once again, the dark side of the geek community. There is a segment of people who just don't like the fact that there is a woman superhero, and that's really, sadly, what this is all about. There are a lot of guys out there who are saying, oh, Captain Marvel, she's not going to do anything good. She can't save everyone. She's not a good superhero. When, in all reality, I'm, and I'm just guessing here, but I'm probably right, Captain Marvel is the strongest superhero we have seen, and she is probably going to be the main focus in kicking Thanos' butt when it comes to Avengers Endgame. And a lot of people are not happy just because she's a woman and everybody's saying, oh, Disney is promoting this feminist agenda and blah, blah, blah. It's all dumb. And the fact that they're doing this is just incredibly dumb and incredibly petty. But Rotten Tomatoes is fixing it. Just go see the movie and have fun. That's all you can do, you guys. That's all. I'm definitely looking forward to that movie. It comes out next week. I'm seeing it on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. I cannot wait for that. But we'll talk about that a little more later. Uh, what else do we have here? This one brings me happiness, too. We had the FTC doing a case for Amazon and fake reviews, which is great. And then this story came out that the U.S. Cyber Command launched an offensive campaign to silence one of Russia's most notorious troll operations on the day of the 2018 midterm election. So I won't go too far into this because we've always been down this path before, but 
we have a problem with online social media influencing people. It absolutely happens. Regardless, one little thing can just set you off and go down this chain of anger, 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 anger. And the fact that U.S. is finally standing up and saying, okay, we're going to stop outside countries from messing with us psychologically. Because I always go back to the case of the Covington boys who wore the hat and were in front of the Native American hitting on the drum. Yes, that whole case is a huge case of everybody messed up, everybody got the wrong opinion. But the bigger deal that no one talks about is the fact that another country, because somebody from another country posted that video out of context, another country, Troll Farm, was able to manipulate the United States pop culture scene for an entire weekend. All news places had it. Everybody was talking about it online. We were controlled by someone else at that point, and no one cares. But this shows me that maybe the United States is finally catching up. Uh, they focused their attacks solely on this Russia troll farm, and they saw some great things come out of it. They were able to stop a lot of things, and I just hope they keep pushing this because we are in a bad time when it comes to truths, lies, uh, what's commentary, what's news. It's bad, and what stinks is there are other countries taking advantage for it. And really, you just have to be a bad person, and you can take advantage of it. I could hop online right now and create a thread and multiple Twitter accounts saying terrible things that just can make people angry. Stuff like that we have to be aware of, and we have to train ourselves. Especially, I think it's, I don't mean to go on this long rant, I think it's school even. We need to start training people how to be aware of what news sources are, how to spot fake accounts, how to spot bots. Because it's just getting worse. I don't know about you, I don't see anything getting better in this social media technology world. So I don't know. I, I really hope we can... Uh, figure out how to fix this and i'm just very happy the united states is finally stepping up because i am so worried when it comes to hacking and to these troll attacks against us uh quickly google expands its ai powered grammar checker in google docs to all g suite users this is a advanced spell checker basically that will help you become a better writer i think it's literally going to come to the point where i'll say Hey, Google, uh, can you send an apology to my boss for me? And Google will say yes, and it will send the apology. I think it's good overall. I think AI has some absolutely fantastic potential. And stuff like this, yes, if you are terrible at spelling like me or terrible at grammar in general, me, something like this that can help you make clear sentences or emphasize the point you're trying to make, I think that's absolutely great. Um, it's still restricted to business users only, but the expansion will hopefully be coming out to everyone soon. Uh, let's jump into some short news, and then we'll take a break. Frozen 2 in a recent episode of Fine Tuning Podcast, uh, the bloggers Jim Hill and Drew Taylor stated that the Frozen sequel concerns Anna and Elsa's search for what actually happened to their parents. Hotel Transylvania 4, Sony Pictures announced that it is going to be slated for Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021 release. Escape Room 2, according to Deadline, Escape Room director Adam Robel will helm the sequel to Sony's sleeper hit alongside its original screenplay. THR reports that Matthew Vaughn's upcoming Kingsman prequel 
is now slated for February 14th, 2020. Uh, THR also has word of an upcoming video game satire movie starring Ryan Reynolds will hit theaters in July 3rd, 2020. It revolves around a background character in a video game who realizes he's living in a video game with the help of an avatar. He tries to prevent the makers of the game from shutting down his world. Odin Happy Death Day writer Scott LaBell has revealed that he's written both a feature script and graphic novel for a project titled Odin. The story concerns a dog seeking revenge on people who killed his owner. So kind of like a dog version of John Wick. Medical police, according to Coming Soon, Netflix has ordered a new action-packed thriller, mystery, and love story from the creators of Children's Hospital. The series concerns two physicians who are recruited by the government after they discover a civilization-threatening virus. I think this is a comedy. Bill and Ted Face the Music begins production this month, according to both Production Weekly and the film's official Twitter page. I am so excited for Bill and Ted 3. Star Wars Episode 9, according to Star Wars News Net, the first trailer for Episode 9 arrives this April and will be attached to Avengers Endgame. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going over the fact that it is Friday. What the heck are you going to do? What are you going to see this weekend? Well, you have some options. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. This is The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara, and welcome back to the greatest show on the planet. Now, I'm so happy to talk about it. I have a new sponsor of The Geek Show, and that is Landmark Cinemas. Since we're talking about movies, all of these movies we're talking about, except for one you can see at Landmark Cinemas, so definitely go check them out. I want to get the... We're going to get to the point. I got to find the... the uh, Let's go to Landmark. Da, 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 da. I love that commercial just for that. Da, 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 da. I need to get that every time I say the word Landmark. That's not, that little jingle will play after that. But uh, yes, it is Saturday. What the heck are you going to do? What are you going to see this weekend? Maybe you had a rough Friday night. I don't blame you at all. We've all. Are you tired of this cold weather? I am so... <sighs> So exhausted of this cold weather. I'm ready for something warm. I just, you know what I really want? I just want to have my windows open. That's really what I want. I want to have my windows open and fresh air coming in, not having to worry about the cold and snow. But here we are. It's still cold. It's still snowy. It just stinks. But what are you going to watch this weekend, guys? Still out in theaters. How to Train Your Dragon 3 is at 91%. Everybody is saying it is a phenomenal movie. I really like the How to Train Your Dragon series. I think the animation is top-notch, and they are not afraid to do things different. Spoiler alert, if you are not have not seen any of the dragon movies but want to, you may want to go away for a second. Something I thought was fabulous about the first movie is that the main character loses his leg. Corey, that doesn't mean that much. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Yes, but this is a kid's movie. And I thought it was really brave of them to show that, you know, he went through this horrible thing. And though he is technically disabled, he's not putting that against himself. He's still being the person he wants to be. I thought it was a great message and just great movie. Attila Battle Angel is still doing great. Lego Movie 2, Fighting With My Family, Isn't It Romantic, and What Men Want are still all out in theaters. You could see all of those at the Landmark Cinema. Opening up this week, you have Greta, which is a new movie with Chloe. I can't remember her last name. 
it's basically it's a thriller movie about a girl who's not sure where she is in life. She finds an older lady. They become friends. But then, uh oh, something's creepy about this older lady. And then all chaos happens. So if you're interested in something like that, that's out there. Tyler Perry's a Medea family funeral. Yes, this is the last Medea movie ever to be made. I believe he said he was done, Tyler Perry. And like I said, here's the thing. Here's my personal opinion. I hate all those movies. I think they're terrible movies. But here's the thing. I have so much respect for Tyler Perry. He has created an empire. He lived out in the back of his car, created this character, and look at him. He is a multimillionaire. He's doing huge movies that do great in the box office. So much respect for the guy. I don't care for the movies, but they're not really for me. Another movie, an independent film called Climax. It is a very weird and trippy movie. It's at 81% in Rotten Tomatoes. It is about a group of dancers that, after they're done rehearsing, start drinking and partying. But somebody laced their punch with L LSD, and things get really weird really, really quickly. The other one, a big one I want to talk about, you can only see at the Riverfront Museum in Peoria. It is Apollo 11. It is a documentary about the Apollo 11 space mission and everything. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes footage that you've never seen before. It is really, really good. It is at 100% in Rotten Tomatoes. People are saying this is a documentary you need to see. So definitely go check that out if you're interested. But next week, you guys, is the big one. I'm seeing it Thursday night at 7 o'clock. It is Captain Marvel. Yes, the new Marvel movie that will lead into the big one, Avengers Endgame. I'll have a full review next week. I am so absolutely excited for it. Uh, popular in TV right now, True Detective just finished up. I heard that the last season and the last episode specifically was outstanding. I could never get into the True Detective series, but if you're interested, a lot of people are loving it. Doom Patrol, Russian Dolls on Netflix is doing really well. It's a comedy. I need to see this movie I've heard or show. I've heard really, really good things about it. The Magicians, The Walking Dead, Whiskey Calavere, and Documentary Now are all doing good. But there's one I want to talk about. The Umbrella Academy. It's on Netflix. It is a X-Men meets... It's basically X-Men meets drugs. It is a beyond fascinating show and i have to say this up front it is really really weird and i mean really really weird so if you don't like weird things you want to stay away from this movie but if you want something action-packed and really bizarre check it out it's about these uh seven kids that were adopted by a man and they all have powers and it's them trying to figure out a mystery it is really, really good. I had so much fun watching this show. It is really, really weird. I cannot stress that enough to you. Really bizarre. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the Oscars. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMB. 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. This is The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara, and welcome back to the greatest show on the planet. Now, let's talk about the Oscars, you guys, because while we'll talk, we'll talk about some of the award winners for sure. Uh, the biggest, biggest shocker was Green Book winning Best Picture. 
Um, I know the movie Roma, which is by Netflix, did phenomenal. We had a big shocker in leading actress with Olivia Coleman. And we had some not so big surprises like Regina King. Uh, I think we all knew she was going to win. And Lady Gaga's uh, shallow winning original song, which that performance on the Oscars was absolutely brilliant. I'm a little biased because I think that was one of my more favorite films of 2018. I really, really liked The Star is Born. Um, and Spike Lee won for Best Adaptation for a Screenplay, which is phenomenal. That movie, Black Klansman, is so stinking good. Definitely check it out. I think all of these movies are pretty much out there now that you can rent them or buy them digitally. So definitely check them out. But I want to talk about the Oscars in general. Because a lot of people don't know this. The Oscars are kind of rigged. I know what you're saying. What do you mean, Corey? Are they paying people for their votes? Yes and no. Yes, in that they studios put an estimated between... 10 to $20 million per movie to spread the word about that film. And they can see it in the, in the long run to put this in perspective, the King's speech, it won, uh, gosh, was it five or six years ago? Maybe more, but the King's speech was a film that came out. It did. Okay. And uh, it did pretty bad in the box office. I think it was like between 10 to $20 million in the box office. As soon as it won best picture, its profits increased to over a hundred million dollars. So there is something to for studios. They want to have that best picture Oscar because they know that people will pay money to go see it. So studios will work overtime to try their best to get their pictures to win the awards. So how do they do it? I will be using Roma, which is a new film off of Netflix. As an example, because I was reading a little bit about how Roma became so big. Netflix owns Roma. Netflix really wants to put their stamp on Oscars and TV show. And what better way would it be for Netflix, the Netflix, the streaming service to win an Oscar for Best Picture? Obviously, it didn't. A lot of people thought it would, but it didn't. But they want to do that. How are they going to do it? money so 10 to 25 million dollars they're going to set up events and send free things to all of the voters in this field so if you are a member of the the film association you are considered a voter i think with uh rules you have to see the movie in order to vote on it except for animated films which is a whole nother thing where does that 10 to 25 million dollars go so Roma recently, well, a month or two ago, had a gala event at a Los Angeles hotel, very expensive, very fancy, and they invited voters to come and see clips of the movie, and what they don't tell you is they also have free food and a private concert from Dolly Parton. Yes, if you come, I mean, really, who's going to say no to going to a hotel and getting free food, very nice food? And getting a private concert from Dolly Parton. Absolutely no one. Why Dolly Parton? She sang a song from the movie Roma. So you're surrounded by all of these things and references to Roma. It's putting it inside of your head. And then on top of that, so you have that gala event going on. In another corner of Los Angeles, you have a pop-up museum where they have 
all of the costumes of the film Roma, and people can go visit, and they invite people and voting members to come out. At the same time, they also have a pop-up art museum, and at this art museum, they have art inspired by the films and photos, artwork from the movie Roma. So it's all about getting perception out there. So Los Angeles, if you're a voting member, that's the place to be during Oscar season. They'll send you free gifts. They'll send you DVDs or Blu-ray copies of the film uh, with Roma. They sent all of the voting people a um, guitar Christmas ornament from Dolly Parton. I mean, they put a ton of money into this because they expect a very big return in the long run. So how do films like Green Book end up winning? Well, you got to play the game. Before I go fully into Green Book, I want to give you an example, two examples. There's the movie Crash, which everyone absolutely hated. A lot of people say it's one of the worst films ever to win an Oscar. And the other one is Shakespeare in Love, which beat out, and I hate to say this, Saving Private Ryan. How did that movie beat Saving Private Ryan? Well, we need to talk about a guy that I don't want to talk about, but we need to. Harvey Weinstein. When we talk about this, we are not talking about the fact that he's a terrible human being. He's done terrible things to people. He's just an overall nasty guy. Take that out of the account. Harvey Weinstein was a genius in regards to Oscars. He knew how to play the game. He knew how to get movies onto people's minds. And that's the name of the game. And... A lot of people will say, well, they're just offering this stuff up for free. It's not like, well, when you're giving away $1,000 worth of stuff, I can't sit here and say that that won't influence your vote. But Harvey Weinstein was a guy behind many, many Oscar-winning movies and definitely nominated films because he knew how to play the game. But let's take a look at Green Book because I think this is an example of the world we're in right now. Green Book is a very controversial film. You have two sides of it. One uh, positive side, a lot of people say that this movie is a great movie and it sheds a light on racism. Negative side, you have people behind the film, the producers, saying some incredibly racist things online and some very offensive things online. You have the son of the guy who the film was inspired by, saying that this film washed over a lot of stuff and that it really didn't it was a nice racism movie and by nice I mean everyone's happy we're all happy in the end everything changes for the good from this point on and because of that a lot of people said this movie did not deserve to be even a nominated for a movie but the studios pushed it because it was a good film and honestly as terrible as it is to say, racism sells. And that's what a lot of people have been thinking about when it came to Green Book. So you have all these movies nominated. They're all great. Bohemian Rhapsody was great. And then the director came out. Well, the story came out that the director did some inappropriate things to younger boys. Boom. That killed Bohemian Rhapsody from ever winning Best Picture. Um, the other one was Roma. Roma is a hard sell because it's not an English film. It is an international film, and I don't believe an international film has ever won Best Picture, so that takes it out of the running. The others, Black Klansman, didn't really get that much hype. Uh, Black Panther was no way is going to win because it's a popular film, and that's not artsy enough. 
So people kind of lean towards Green Book, in my opinion, 100% my opinion, I'm not saying this is fact, I think our political and racial landscape that we're in helped push that movie to win. I think that definitely influenced the outcome of the Oscars this year. And honestly, it's too bad. This was a year where we really could have done something new. Definitely Roma, Black Klansman. I mean, there were some really good revolutionary films in here. But instead, we got kind of a boring movie that people are like, it's good. But that's it. There's nothing to it. So what I'm trying to say is you have to remember that the Oscars are kind of rigged. And all of the big studios are going to pump money into these movies because they want a bigger outcome. The sad part is in the artistry world is that by doing that, you have all of these big studios putting out big budgeted movies and they have these huge budgets to push movies. The negative is that those movies may not be the best movies of 2018. There could be films, smaller films that, We'll never get the light of day because all of these big studios over here are paying a ton of money for you to focus on their stuff and not on the smaller stuff. That's why I can't stress enough to people to go out, go to independent films, awards, independent showings. Look, just look around for independent films. They're out there. Go see stuff from smaller artists because there are different things. A lot of general release movies these days feel the same. There are a lot of different movies out there, different characters, different stories to tell. And you're not really going to get that at the Oscars, which is sad to say because it's such a big thing. But just my two cents on the matter and something to think about when you're hearing all the hype about Oscars. Just remember that it's not exactly a fair game. With that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the top five list of the week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3. WMBD. 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. This is The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara, and welcome back to the greatest show on the planet. And of course, the greatest show on the planet, The Geek Show, is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them in the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, before I get into the top five list of the week, I have to mention that the WMBD app is absolutely fantastic, and I am now putting up all of the Geek Show episodes on there, so if you missed part of this week's and you want to hear it, just go to the 1470 WMBD app, click on On Demand section, and click on the Geek Show, and you'll be able to see this full episode. It'll be up later today or on Monday, hopefully today, but... Yeah, definitely check it out. And also, if you want to hear more of my just beautiful voice, I host a after-show podcast with Greg and Dan. You can check that out also on the 1470 WMBD app and click on Greg and Dan show and see the after parties there. I have to be honest, and I'm not just saying this because I work here, you guys, as a person who likes apps and technology, the 1470 WMBD app is really good, like really, really good. So I highly recommend that. But with that, let's jump into it. This is the top five list of the week. And we always start off with the num most popular video of the week. Number five. Yes, the most popular video of the week goes to a video that has over 10 million views. It was from the Oscars. It was the very steamy moment between Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. 
singing their song, Shallow. Tell me something, boy. Aren't you tired trying to fill that void? Or do you need more? Ain't it hard keeping it so hardcore? I'm falling. In all the good times, I find myself longing for change. And in the bad times, I fear myself. Yeah, that song, first of all, I absolutely love that song and I love that movie. That song caused a lot of people to say, are they a couple? But no, Bradley Cooper is married. He has a daughter. Uh, I don't think that was anything. I think they were just in the heat of the moment. It was really cool and absolutely beautiful to see. If you haven't seen the video, definitely go check it out. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to a video of Zachary Levy. He is recently going to be playing uh, Shazam in the movie Shazam for Warner Brothers. And we talked about this earlier on the show. Rotten Tomatoes has been attacked by trolls, specifically targeting Captain Marvel and attacking Captain Marvel and saying this is going to be a terrible movie. We should go see Shazam. And Zachary was very offended by all these people attacking Brie Larson and Captain Marvel, and he posted a video about it, and I thought it was really cool. Take a listen to this. Anyone out there who's holding on to some bone like they need to t pick a side and pick a fight is sorely mistaken, and uh, I really hope that you'll just chill on that. Don't, don't go and engage in that type of behavior anymore. If you want to be passionate about either movie, rock and roll. If you want to be passionate about both, both movies, rock and roll. Um, uh, but, but going, this is really low blow type of stuff to, to be going and lying. First of all, is just, you know, the bottom of the barrel to me, but to be lying in an attempt to discredit or defame somebody I think is just really sad. So um, please don't do that. Number three. Number three. Number three goes to the Blue Jackets coach who decided to pick up a phone after uh, he was doing an interview with a bunch of reporters and the reporters used their phones to record them. Well, one of the reporters mom decided to call throughout the entire press conference. He picked up and chatted to the mom. Take a listen to this. How do you think the actions of your team in the last 72 hours have just sort of changed the atmosphere around here a from, a, from a team? Wait a minute. Mom's calling on someone. Sorry. Is that your phone? I didn't mean to blow you out of water, but it's you, a great your mother's question. calling. Yeah, I, I think our management has sent a message. We're trying to get better. But I don't buy the, oh, now, now you're, uh, now that uh, we make a deal, any one of those guys, other than Hanny, Hanny's a winger, not a center, but says he can go to center or a wing. Uh, yeah, but I, I, Mrs. Reed? Mrs. Reed? Hi, this is John Tortorella. I'm in the middle of a press conference here, and you're, you're, no, that's okay. I'd rather talk to you than your husband, I mean, your son, so. Um, I'll be done in about five minutes. I've seen you call a few times. So it's, it's rude. Of, it's rude of yeah. He's rude of him not to call you back, but he's busy right now. It's nice talking to you. 
Okay. Have a nice day. Number two. Number two. Number two goes to a just hilarious video of Ryan Reynolds talking about how he took on the role of Pikachu for the movie Detective Pikachu. It is absolutely hilarious. If you get the chance, definitely look this up online, but enjoy this audio. You know, I lived it. I breathed it. I became the character. I spent the, the entire year as Detective Pikachu. Bringing Detective Pikachu to the big screen is a privilege that I don't take lightly. Uh, every second of my energy is spent making this character come alive with the same exacting standards that the most discerning fans would have come to expect. Now, as many of you know, uh, I vanish into my roles. You know, this is a funny anecdote. I was, uh, I was on my way to pick up my daughters from school when I heard that I got the role. Well, I didn't show up at school. Because Detective Pikachu, he doesn't know who those two little girls are. Who are they? They're our daughters. He just, he just left them. He doesn't have a, a wife. No. He's a little yellow guy. Lives in Rhyme City in a, in a briar patch or something. You know, I immerse myself completely within the world of Pokemon. I read about him. I live at his height. I tried to lose 182 pounds to match his weight until doctors intervened. And the point is... My daughters, they may never see their dad again, but you can be damn sure that they're looking up at that big screen this summer and they're going to see Detective Pikachu. <laughs> We're not going. Pika Pika. <laughs> it's just me. Here's number one. Number one. Yes, number one goes to a trailer that I am so excited for just because it is different. It is the trailer for Rocket Man. So that is a fat boy from nowhere. Get to be a soul man. You gotta kill the person you were born to be in order to become the person you want to be. I'm thinking of changing my name to Elton. But that's my name. Yeah, I know. You can be the best-selling artist in America if you desire. I was trying to do something bold. Why are you still something flashy? Can you even play the piano in those? Let him know who you are. And just don't kill yourself with drugs. What I like about Rocket Man is that it's doing something different in that it is a life story of Elton John on one hand. On the other hand, it's a full-on musical where there are dance numbers, people moving around within his world. So I think this is an opportunity to have some really cool visuals and have a chance to listen to some great Elton John music. But with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show of the week. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Go do something fun. Go watch something fun and create some great memories. This is the Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.